Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I'm excited because this guest, I think, has been a, what he's doing is a, a huge inspiration to me. Um, just seeing all the work that they're doing with their company, Juan Salting. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Now, I came across you on LinkedIn because I saw some of the some of the virtual sessions that you and your team were having, and I was like, "Wow, they are really putting in the time of of just getting good mm -hmm. information out there." So, what started your idea for why did you even want to start Juan Salting? Dude, good question. So yeah, Juan Sulting started in January 2019 as just an idea at first, but how it all came back. So let's go back about three years ago. So when I was in college, I still remember that I wanted to work in one of the big tech companies like the Googles, the Facebooks of the world. But I always thought that I couldn't get into these companies because I came from this non-target, non-traditional background where these companies didn't come recruit from my school. So I thought the way to get in was you had to work at a big four, which is one of the big four accounting firms in advisory consulting before moving into oh, wow. big tech, right? So what happened was I was networking as best as I could with these different companies. And unfortunately, I never got in to one of those big four. But then I realized it's because I was applying to the jobs and I was waiting, waiting for someone to respond to me when in fact, my resume was just never getting looked at. Wow. So that's when I took it to LinkedIn and utilized the different LinkedIn strategies, whether it was in regards to LinkedIn message, content creation, and personal branding to actually get into Snapchat, Google, and Cisco. And then that's when I found out that the job search or the job process of finding a job isn't as hard as you think. Mm -hmm. For all my jobs, those three, I never applied to any of those. I just wow. used LinkedIn. So that's why For One Sulting came about because it's, you, it's, we want to inspire and empower underdogs to turn into winners, helping those who come from these non-traditional, non-target schools and then get them into their dream careers. And so we've been able to do that. Jerry and I have been able to do that for uh, tens of thousands of people, having over 87 speaking engagements in the past year and a half. And it's been an amazing privilege to say the least. Awesome, awesome. And that's something that I, I can definitely relate to because from an undergrad perspective, I mean, the school I went to undergrad for, not many people know it. Um, and mm. even it was a small school in South Carolina and not a lot of people in South Carolina know it. And that was one of those, those, those challenges that I faced was, okay, I knew that if I would, at the time it was a, back in what, 2007, so mm -hmm. I was like, hey, if I was going to land a job with a big company or something, I'm just going to have to go to one of a bigger, you know, a big grad school because that was my path then. But it's cool to see now with tools like LinkedIn to where it's just like, man, you don't have to shell out that additional few thousand dollars to go to another grad school that you can yes. actually use a technique like this. Exactly. I was going to say, North Carolina has Cisco where I'm working at right now. So, <laughs> right. So, but yeah, basically, but yeah, basically like, you know, yeah, like, like you said, like when you are, you don't have to shell up uh, thousands of dollars. You can literally use the platform to network and gain connections and it's, it's a free platform. So anyone can use it. <laughs> awesome. Now, what do you, what do you find to be people's response when you tell them like, Hey, you know, 
instead of trying to go the traditional route, let's leverage LinkedIn. Like what do people, what are people's initial responses about that? Yeah. So people's initial responses, because what happens sometimes is the system that they learn is that they should apply to hundreds of jobs and then they'll receive back feedback from at least one of them. <laughs> in fact, what happens is people don't realize that there are thousands of people applying to jobs, mm-hmm. but how many people are getting referred? So let's just say like Google operations analysts, there's probably like thousands of people who apply to that, but then how many people get referred? Maybe like 50, but then how many people actually are hired for the role? Probably like two or three. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, why would a recruiter ever look at the applications, the thousand applications when they can get their qualified candidates from the 50? Yep. And the people don't know about that. People think that you'll send the applications and your resume gets looked at. It might not, unless you go to like a target school, as they say, and then they'll look at your resume, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, definitely what I tell them is to use LinkedIn because the difference between, Jerry and I like to say this, like the difference between target and non-target schools are the opportunities. The opportunities come to the target schools. Opportunities sometimes don't come to the non-target schools. So what you have to do is go on LinkedIn And then we teach them how to utilize it in a way where it's so easy, anyone can do it. So it only takes about 15, 30 seconds to find a hiring manager, for example, or it only takes 15 to 30 seconds to reach out to a professional who's an alumni of your school. By giving those simple tricks and tips, that's what then inspires the person to be like, wow, I should be utilizing LinkedIn rather than, oh, I should take 30 minutes out of my day to do my resume, 30 minutes to do my cover letter, and then send in my application. Wow. Wow. I think that that is definitely a, a huge, huge advantage. I wish I had back in, I wish I would have used something like that back in 2007. Cause like I said, it, <laughs> it was definitely not the, not the route that I went. Yeah. Um, fortunately, like I said, it worked out for me, but it's like, as after going through that, there was so much luck involved with the old way of doing it. <laughs> mm, no. Yeah. And I was going to say like, I wish I knew all this stuff when I was a freshman because I knew it all when I was about to graduate. And I was like, wow, like if I knew this as a freshman, I would be doing it all. <laughs> all right. So, but yeah, but I mean, you know, what can you do? I guess we're, I guess we're here. We, all the things that happen is what makes us what we are today. Absolutely. So tell me, I, I didn't, I had Jerry on the show. Um, and one of the questions that I didn't ask is how did you and Jerry even meet? <laughs> yeah. Good question. So, how Jerry and I met were actually the LinkedIn strategies that we teach. So I found people who were working uh, at Google because I wanted to work at Google. And so I saw him and then I sent him a personalized invite, which we always tell people to do. And I sent it to him. I was like, Hey Jerry, I saw that you graduated from Babson college and currently work at Google. It'd be great to connect. I am a fellow tech professional at Snapchat because that's where I was working. And so I reached out to him, had a 30 minute call with him, I remember. And then what happened was I actually invited him to come speak. Okay. Right. Come speak at UC Berkeley uh, when I was going to go speak there. Um, And so what happened was, yeah, we just did really well. We spoke to about 80, 80 students and that's when everything, everything started. So we were just doing a lot of these different speaking engagements together. He was the one who actually helped me get into Google. Um, so that wasn't, that was amazing too as well. So everything really did come full circle because then now we're doing so many of these different speaking engagements and helping tens of thousands of students. And that's what we love to do. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Jerry and I have been working together 
for almost a year and a half. He officially joined Wonsulting in January, like January, February. So um, it's, it was kind of funny, Israel, like before we would, cause Jerry was a little busy with his own food business in Google and I was doing Wonsulting uh, and corporate, but we would always have this like kind of rift because we would, we would he, cause he would be a part of Wonsulting, but he, he wouldn't be. So then I was like, Jerry, like, just join Wonsulting. Come on. <laughs> That's what I told him, right? So I was like, so we don't, people don't get confused, right? Cause we were doing this thing called just JWoww. We combined our hashtags, but I was like, just do his one salting, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's how it all came about. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, with the idea about going all in on with the webcast, because you guys have done, you know, LinkedIn Lives where you're up to 13,000 plus people on, you know, attending, you know, your LinkedIn Lives. Like, where did the idea behind that come from or how did that strategy come into play? Yeah, good question. So I think I was one day I was I was talking to Jerry and I was like, you know, so many professionals and recruiters and a lot of these students and job seekers are looking for not only jobs, but looking for strategies that they can utilize in order to get into their careers, especially during this time. So I was like, why don't we just bring on these people on our LinkedIn lives and then create a speaker series around it where we can impact not only a few students, but thousands of them. And so how the speaker series started was just like that. We brought on, we had three different panels, uh, one for students, one professionals, and one recruiters. And we had it for three hours. And our first one had about 5,500 people attend, which was amazing. (laughs) And then it just grew to the next one. Like the next one, we had the senior vice president of engineering at Cisco. We had the head of global internships from Microsoft, and then also the head of program design from Google. So we did a leadership panel a recruiter panel and then a student panel and that one had about 13,000 and then our next one on May 29th is going to be oh it's going to be amazing like I cannot wait for it it's going to be way I mean it's going to be more I think it's going to be more energizing than the I mean the other ones have been energizing but I think it's going to be amazing for sure but yeah I mean it's all grown just from honestly just helping others and what we love to do is be very interactive with the people who are in the audiences especially when we're moderating. Mm-hmm. And we always think of different ideas for our LinkedIn lives. So for example, we have one coming up, which is about COVID-19 for people who have been affected by it. And so what we're doing is, um, you know, Instagram rappers and when they bring on random guests, mm-hmm. like randomly. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking one night at like 3am, I was like, Hey Jerry, why don't we do this for LinkedIn live and bring <laughs> on random people who have been affected by COVID-19, have them share their story. Wow. And then have what they're interested in and then how they're affected by COVID-19 and what they're doing to getting, what are they doing to be re-recruited? Wow. That's right. And then what happens is I told professionals and recruiters, come, come watch them speak and see if they're good for your team. Wow. Ask us a question. So it's like, it's going to be, it's actually tonight. So it's going to be pretty fun. Um, But yeah, like, sorry, just tie it all in. All these different ideas just came about, you know, just thinking late at night, just being like, man, like, what can we do to turn underdogs into winners? What can we do to help impact future generations? And what can we do to help people during these times of uncertainty? Mm. Wow, that is awesome. That's awesome. And I think I, I love the, the way you guys are being creative about it because I, I think right now a lot of companies are looking for great talent because that was one of the things at my time at General Electric. That was one of the challenges that they had when they were looking for a specific type of talent or even when they were looking for diverse talent, they struggled with just trying to create the pipeline. 
Mm-hmm. So just like being you guys, being able to have people come on and tell their story and, and, and also have recruiters that are looking for people to come on and watch and witness that. I think that's an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. And I was going to add to you as well. It's, it's so amazing to do that. And when we see like, we receive like hundreds of messages a day, but it's all good messages being like, Hey, like we were inspired to get into a career. Hey, we got a job just from following your advice. And it's just had a ripple effect, especially on people. And that's what we love to see. Awesome. Awesome. So how do you, uh, you know, in, in leading the wall salting effort, how do you manage that with working full time plus, you know, this growing vision that you guys have in this growing community that you guys have at wall salting? How do you find it to managing both? Yeah, good question. So I'm actually transitioning out of corporate to do wall salting full time starting in July. It was actually supposed to be end of month this month, but Cisco postponed my date. <laughs> and it's all good, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, how I balance it is, you know, honestly, like I try to not have any meetings now before 10. Like I try to like relax. I try to uh, be, you know, meditate and work out in the mornings and just go watch some TV, right? And have a good work-life balance like that. But then, yeah, my meetings in, in the in the afternoon and evening have been mostly like consulting meetings because work at Cisco has been really slow. So I've been able to balance it out really well. Um, and the thing is people ask me to like, yo, like how do you have so much energy? <laughs> you know where my energy comes from? I don't even drink coffee or caffeine. It's literally comes from people. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you're doing something, so when, when, when you're doing something that you are extremely passionate about, that's what gives me energy. And that's what gives a lot of people energy, especially with helping underdogs turn to winners. That's what gets, that's what excites me. And so by doing that, then people are always like, yo, how you, how you wake at 2 (laughs) a.m.? And then how do you wake up at 7 a.m.? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I'm just, I just think of the most random ideas. And Jerry will probably tell you, like, I literally message him at like 2 a.m. Even though he's not awake, just thinking of random ideas and stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's how I basically do it. (laughs) Now, how do you find, like I said, in, in leading the team, how do you find that being able to, you know, inspire the rest of the team? with this awesome vision and making sure that, you know, that they continually see, you know, the heart behind what you guys are doing. Yeah. So the whole team, so I basically, basically have mentees, they're leaders in their, their students, but a lot of them are leaders in their respective field and they lead by example because they not only help others and turn underdogs into winners, some of them do their own events. A lot of them reach out. A lot of them have people reach out to them asking for advice and they provide it. And then also we've mentored them to get into their careers. So all of our mentees have actually gotten into basically Fortune 500 companies coming from non-target, non-traditional backgrounds. So they're always willing to give back to the communities because of what once holding has done to them. They in turn are like, oh, like I want to be able to give back as best as I can. And that's what they really do. And that's why they're awesome. Honestly, they're probably the most awesome mentees uh, I've ever seen. So, uh, well, I'm biased a little bit, but yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, but they're awesome for sure. (laughs) Awesome. So what is your, your vision of the future of where do you want to take one salting? What does that vision look like? Yeah. So we have a lot of different ideas brewing. So, uh, I mean, of course we're going to continue doing our different speaker series. We actually have like for the rest of the month, we probably have about 14 to 15 left for the end of the month, which is insane. So, um, those have been amazing because we've been able to impact a lot of students, especially coming from the university and organization level. So that's been a good part. Number two, um, bringing on more mentees, but having like it as a, you know, 
where we can develop a curriculum to help them get into their careers. And we've seen the success already from the first 40 mentees. So we're hoping to continue that success. And then number three, working on other initiatives, whether it's in regards to like those LinkedIn lives, uh, whether it's in regards to building a, a more bigger community where we can impact more individuals. Like our community right now is growing in the thousands, which is really good. So, um, but yeah, I mean, just by doing those different things, I hope that we can be able to continue and ultimately grow as a company and as a family. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you guys are doing a great job growing your community because even as I'm, you know, spending more time on LinkedIn, um, just connecting with people, kind of building relationships and even just inviting people on like this um, to be on to the show, um, to tell their story, talk about their business. What I do find is whenever I'm connecting with someone on the West Coast or someone up in Vancouver, it's like, Mike, when I look at mutual friends, Jerry and Jonathan always in that list. <laughs> like, I'm tired of these guys. You like these light bulb boys. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. So it's almost like going to a party where you keep bumping into the same people. It's just like, but it, it, it's really cool, like I said, to see you guys leveraging the tool and, and using it to really, you know, expand your influence mm-hmm. and to really make a difference for other people. That, that's, that's really cool to see. I appreciate that a lot. And that's what the Wong Sultan community is all about, like connecting each other to not only like opportunities, but just making friends, right? Like a lot of the people I haven't even met before, but I feel like I've already known them. Like we haven't met in person, Terrell, but I feel like I already know you already. Yeah. <laughs> right? Same that's a good here. thing. Right? So that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Same here. I know. And I was telling my wife, I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing the interview with Jonathan today. She was like, oh, that's Jerry's friend, right? And I'm just like, wow, it's like she already knows him. <laughs> right? Exactly. Right? So everyone knows each other somehow. <laughs> but I always say. Awesome. So how can, if people are interested in seeing what you guys are doing and you know, like just finding out more about the company and the services you provide, where can they find you? Like what's the website? Yeah, yeah. So we have our website, wansulting.com. So we have different services, which is uh, we have resume revisions, interview prep, LinkedIn strategies, job opportunities. We also work one-on-one with people, which is good. And then we also set up speaking events, if, if anyone's interested, uh, which is our email for our services is hello at wansulting.com. And then our email for our partnerships is just partnerships at wansulting.com. And then, yeah, we have our LinkedIn page, which is wansulting, of course. And then we have mine too as well. My page, Jonathan Javier. I'm about to hit 30,000 followers, which is really cool. Organic, wow. organic, follow, organic followers. I didn't buy any followers, guys. Watch, <laughs> watch out for people who buy their followers. I, I saw something, Terrell, like on, online. Someone's like, yo, I gained 300,000 followers in, a, in two days. I was like, okay, that's literally, you're buying them. Wow. All right. All right. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, those are my links. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I can definitely see how that's organic. I mean, like I said, with the number of things that you guys are doing and just getting out there, like I said, just doing these, these LinkedIn lives and just connecting with people to where, I mean, it's just having what I call having an effective ground game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. And you know, we get, we get on the ground and we get running. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So one of the questions before we wrap up that I always like to ask all the guests is when you think about, you know, the idea you had and then turning it into a business and now developing a team around that idea and that business, what are a few things or some things that you've learned that like these lessons like really stood out to you from that process? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
I realized that number one, what's really helped me especially is that like when I did my business, I started in corporate and then I went to entrepreneurship. And the reason why I say this is because some people will jump into entrepreneurship, which is fine, right? But the reason why I actually went from corporate to entrepreneurship was because A, I worked at the three companies because I wanted to learn about their processes internally and I implemented it into one soul thing, basically, like what I learned. So from Snapchat, Google, Cisco, I had different positions. So I was like product operations, which was communicating with users and customers, Google for ads, and then Cisco communities. So I basically implemented all of that into one soul thing. And that's how I learned everything. And then number two, that credential aspect of, okay, this guy is like helping people with their job search. Is he legit? Oh, he's worked at, <laughs> he's worked at Snapchat, Google, Cisco, right? So um, I realized that's extremely, I feel like that has been really extremely important, especially for me, because then that legitimizes like the things that I teach are utilized by people to get into their careers. And then also too, as well for our team, which translates like whatever I look for a person in a team, I just look for someone who really loves to help people and loves to help people because they're not forced to, but because they genuinely want to help people, not for like clout or anything, or not for like, you know, not for fame, but to impact, to truly impact someone. And that's why our team has developed so well. And they're a really good family to me because they all exhibit those traits. Awesome. Awesome. Well, definitely. Thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for, you know, sharing more of the story of Juan Salting. I'm definitely cheering for you guys and um, keeping an eye out on what you're doing, learning from you guys, being inspired and telling other people to check you out. Appreciate it a lot. And thank you for having me on the show. Really do appreciate it. And yeah. And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple.